A couple of weeks ago, I'm sure you guys remember that I mentioned a place called Live Lanceria, which is a home that basically helps and aids young kids um, and helps them live out their full potential. There's a lot to say about Live Lanceria on its own, but what I want to focus on today is Live Lanceria Ituteng um, After School, which is an after school program that basically helps young kids. Um, so just to paint you a picture, if your child, if a child goes to school um, and they go through the entire program, all their classes um, and listen to all of the lessons that they're given at school. After school, now they need someone to help them with their homework, someone to help them understand some of the complicated concepts um, that are being taught at school. And that's what Ituteng After School Uh, program does. It has a number of volunteers that assist these young kids um, battle and work their way through some of the most complicated of concepts, right? And the volunteers that work there are people who've already gone through high school, young people who've already gone through high school and have fought the battle of uh, passing their metric as well. And some of them have even furthered their studies. So I'm very excited today to share with you um, a talk that we did with these young kids because a lot of them come Come from very impoverished areas. Um, and this is a talk that was done by Dineo Padimanyane. And she was at this stage just introducing herself and sharing her testimony with these young kids and getting them to a place of being able to relate with her story. And more importantly, reminding them of the fact that just because you come from a background with many challenges and you're surrounded by an environment that does not have much privilege, it doesn't mean that that has to define you. And she was also reminding them of the importance of not letting your identity be shaped by the things you have, the friends you keep, how popular you are, and remembering to humble yourself before God. So we're going to just listen to that talk right now. And remember that it's a bit gritty. Um, You might hear some moving chairs here and there because it was being recorded live in a classroom while Dineo was giving the talk. And remember that Dineo is a youth development practitioner um, and is qualified in life coaching for young kids. Um, So she does this regularly. And she was just doing her best at this point to introduce herself to these young people. And I'm very excited to share this with you because we're going to be doing many, many more of these. So I do hope you enjoy. You know, it's funny. Most times when people do come to these talks, and most times they come tell you about how everything changed and now they are rich and things are going well and life is going But that's not always the case. Life doesn't work like that. Okay? You are born, your parents, your guardians, whoever takes care of you does the best that they can do. It's not perfect, but they do the best that they can do. And you go to school, you go to high school. If you put in the work in high school, you make it to college or university, and you put in the work there. Afterwards, it is your responsibility to find a job and make a life for yourself. But most times, the way that young children and teenagers are brought up, you guys tend to think that what you're doing now in, not all of you, you tend to think what you're doing right now in primary school and high school. It's your responsibility, but it's also not. Because you come to school, you do your homework, you don't, the teacher's gonna put the answers there. 
now with the way the government is going, you're getting pushed through school. So even if you fail, you didn't make an effort to get to grade nine or 10, you're still gonna be pushed through. But when you get to varsity, no one's gonna push you. You fail, you get kicked out, right? Because that's big money. It's big money that's being spent on your education. And if you're not going to take it seriously, you're out. Then you work hard in varsity to graduate. And what are we facing right now as a country? A bunch of graduates with no work because there's no work. And what are people doing? They're drinking more, committing suicide, being reckless, stealing, hurting people. And it becomes a cycle. And, but who, who says, I am making these choices because of me? No one says that, right? Everyone says, it's because I'm poor. It's because I couldn't find a job. It's because my parents were this way. It's because I went to a certain school. I didn't get to go to a private school or anything like that. So where does the blame go? To everything and everyone outside, except the person who made the choice to do and be those things. So today you guys made a choice to come here and share your time with me. You didn't have to. I don't care what anyone said to you. You didn't have to be here if you didn't want to. You could be home. You could be out with your friends in the street. You could be doing whatever you want, but you decided to come. Because something in you says, there's something within me that's worth me making the effort to go hear what might be said today. It might give me hope. I might walk away a better person. And hopefully my life changed. But whatever I say here today, at the end of the day, the choice is still yours. What you're gonna walk away with from here, the choice is yours. So if you'll just help me, I need you to just say, I am responsible. You say it, I hope one day you believe it. Another good thing you guys did today in terms of choices is, all of you went to school today, right? No. Not. Why didn't some of you go to school? You don't? I thought we were back at... Okay, so on the days that you're supposed to go to school, you guys go to school, right? And that is a choice. It is a choice that you make. So I can imagine, or I can ask, you can just raise your hand. Who of you believe or understand or can say, I live as a poor person? Anyone gonna raise their hand? Who believes I live as a poor person? You don't have to say anything. If you want to share, you can. But he doesn't have to say anything, Spi. Who believes, like, when you look at your life, you're like, I live like a poor person in South Africa. So it's just you. Okay, cool. When, when I said that now, who felt shame? Who's brave enough to just be like, I felt shame from that, from that question? Whether you answered me or not, you felt shame. Okay. You felt shame. 
All right. So the reason why I'm making you uncomfortable is because poverty is not right. It's not right. Poverty is not your fault. You were born and you wake up and you make the decisions that you make. And I hope that you make the decisions to try and live a better life. But I also pray to God that when you make those decisions, your brain's not just thinking, I want to be rich one day. I don't want to suffer like I'm suffering. I don't want to have to beg mama for this so that she just be there, handed to me and given to me because I want that kind of money. Money is good, but if you don't get this right, money is nothing. And the point I'm making with that is that where you are right now doesn't have to define who you are right now. If you can find a really good level of confidence, not ego, not negative, nasty attitude, like seeing yourself like you're the sun in the clouds, confidence in who you are right now, you are going to start making choices and decisions that help you become a better person in school and in life. But there's so much shame around poverty and our circumstances. If you don't have the right clothes, if you don't have the right body, right? If you don't have the nicest smartphone, if you don't hang out with the cool kids, somehow in the age group that you're in, that stuff matters. So I'm not going to take away from that because that's a stage in life. It's a stage you're supposed to go through in life. Then you get to my age where it's like, okay, no, it's fine. Jesus first, everything else after. So I choose my friends with wisdom. I don't hang out with the cool kids. I choose people who help to uplift me and empower me as a person so that I can come and stand before young children that God loves so much and remind them of who he is and who he says they are in spite of their circumstances. Right? So, start thinking about your friends. Everything that you think makes you cool. Everything that you, make, that you think makes you, I don't know, a better person in the eyes of other people. Not yourself, in the eyes of other people. Think about those things. And then take them away. Peel away the friends, the clothes and everything. And I'm going to ask five of you, okay, to just tell me what's left when all of that is not there. All right? So I'm going to give you guys two minutes. Just think, your friends, the nice things, the clothes, that I'm going out with whoever's the cool guy around. Um, we were talking about what defines a person, okay? So I told them, think about everything. This is you. These are your friends, the clothes you wear, where you live, what you have, everything that makes you cool or relevant. I'm giving you guys two minutes to think 
when you take all of that away and it's just you what is left i don't know if the latest shoes matter to you guys or what matters to you guys in terms of fashion and owning things but when you have that that makes you feel like you've got something in life right it makes you feel like you've got value yeah so i was at a point in my life where a lot of things just was gone and all i had was god and in that time my mother was dying in front of me so and i was alone and i had to take care of my mom by myself while this was happening i had issues and needed an operation so i was in pain while i was taking care of my mom i had a job but i was about to lose it because between taking care of a dying mother and i have a older brother but he's intellectually disabled so he has the mind of a child so it's like i'm taking care of my mother and a child who's actually a grown man and in this time i was very sad in this time most of my friends were very far away from me i was back in my village in the northern cape in this time i didn't feel like there was a god <laughs> in this time i was very angry with god in this time i felt very alone but i was also very close to depression and suicidal so i had to make a choice either i find something to hold on to to help me to get up every day and take care of my family or i surrender to the pain and take my life but i have a dying mother so when i die to how many rotten bodies will be in a house kind of thing <laughs> um i made the choice to have faith i made the choice to believe that even though i didn't feel like there was a god i made the choice to still believe in that god I when my mom was on that bed and I had no one to send out like to help me you know how it usually would be there should be someone that sorry there usually should be someone that can either like I would be able to tell them like kopo kontekela borotho or something because kibizi kyanesa mo ne but i didn't have that so it got to a point where my mother could not walk and i was taking up towels and cutting them up putting a plastic underneath my mother so that she could relieve herself taking that going to wash hanging it up so that i could use it again once it's dried in that time 
I know it seems funny. It's uh, unfortunately life will do that to you. Unfortunately, life will bring you to that space where there's nothing and no one, and you're standing like this, and you're asking yourself, "Is there really a God? Can be? Can there be a God in a time and space like this?" And you know what's funny? When I was doing that, my neighbors were laughing at me. They were coming in the village. They were coming together, huddling up. So now. Wherever I am, when people laugh at me and stuff, I look back and I'm like, if I could survive that, if I could survive that and take care of my mother until she took her last breath, then being laughed at in spaces like this is nothing. It's nothing because I was laughed at when it hurt the most. I was laughed at and mocked when it hurt the most. But I made the choice to believe in a God that I had heard about growing up. I made the choice to have faith in that God, that he would get me out of that situation and give me strength for every new day. The Bible says his mercies are new every morning. I would speak the word, even when I didn't believe it. Even when I did not believe it. So I'm not here to tell you, Hore, Christianity is everything fun, everything great, everything whatever. No. I'm telling you that your faith, Christianity, your decisions to come to school, to do your homework, to study, to keep trying, to fail, to get back up, to keep trying, to be laughed at, to be crushed, to be told that you're worth nothing, that that can all still happen. But you have to make the choice to still get up each day and try. That's what I came to tell you today, that whatever your circumstances are like, However hard things are, parents aren't perfect, you might be getting beaten at home, facing rape, in a relationship that's tough, being laughed at, being bullied here at school. Maybe you are the bully, and most times, I kid you not, the bully is in more pain in here than the person being bullied. Bullies are just people in pain and they are looking to take their frustration out on other people. So what, and also bullying is a choice, mind you. So every single thing is a choice. Every single thing. And as you guys work and come to school, and do your homework, and hopefully listen, and listen to and respect your teachers. Your lives might not be perfect. You might not end up, I don't know if you've seen that side of Hartis, it's your Pekinwood Estates, your Ifafis, your Zanadus, your really, where all your wealthy white people and upper blacks live. I'm not saying that's where life will take you when you wake up every day and you do hard work. 
I'm saying that when you make the choice to show up to your life every single day, it'll at least get you a step closer to living a decent life where you have your own home, by God's grace, whatever that looks like, being able to earn your own money, be independent and hopefully be a good person to the people around you. So I don't want to sell you dreams. I don't want to sell you, you're gonna be wealthy and rich when you believe in Jesus Christ. I want to sell you none of that. Life is hard and it's only going to get harder. But you have the choice to become stronger. You either are broken by it or you're made stronger by it. Okay, that's what I can give you. But this thing of trying to blame everything and everyone around you is a lie. Nothing forces you to do anything. You make the choice. You are responsible for yourself. Your friends can't force you to go drinking. You make the choice to go because you're thinking, I'm no longer going to be counted as the cool, one of the cool ones if I go drink or if I don't go smoke the weed or do whatever. You make the choice. No one has that power over you. No one. Understood? Okay. So I'm going to cut it here.